0: So find us at DailyBreadMoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Hello, listeners. It's Johanna here, and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 23rd of February, and on the Hebrew calendar... It is the 14th of Adar 1, and it is also called Purim Katan, or Little Purim. That's because on the 14th of Adar is usually Purim, but since it is a leap year, this is the first month of Adar of this year. And so actual Purim will be celebrated exactly a month from today. And we're going to read from our Torah portion This week, which is called Tetzaveh, meaning you shall command, and we'll start today in Exodus 29, 38-46, but first, let's take a moment together to bless God and thank him for giving us his precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua, the Messiah, our Master. Now, this is what you are to offer upon the altar. Two one-year-old lambs, each day, continually. You are to offer one lamb in the morning, and the other lamb at dusk. Offer, along with the first lamb, a tenth of an ephah of fine flour, Mixed with a fourth of a hin of beaten oil, and a fourth of a hin of wine, as a drink offering. The other lamb you are to offer at dusk, like the grain offering and drink offering of the morning, as a sweet aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is to be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. There I will meet with you, to speak with you there. I will meet with Bnei Israel there. So it will be sanctified by my glory. So I will sanctify the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also sanctify Aharon and his sons to minister to me as Kohanim. So I will dwell among Bnei Israel and be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, so that I may live among them. I am the Lord their God. That was Exodus twenty-nine, thirty-eight, through 46 Our portion today from the Prophets is 2 Kings chapter 8. Now Elisha spoke to the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise and go with your household, and stay wherever you can stay, because the Lord has called for a famine. Indeed, it has already come, on the land for seven years. So the woman arose and did according to the word of the man of God. She and her household went and stayed in the land of the Philistines for seven years. Now at the end of seven years, the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, and she went to the king to appeal for her house and her farm. Now the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God. Please tell me, he was saying, all the great things that Elisha has done. Then it came to pass, just as he was telling the king how he had revived someone who was dead, behold, there was the woman whose son he had revived, appealing to the king for her house and her farm. So Gehazi said, My lord the king, this is the woman, and this is her son whom Elisha revived. When the king asked the woman, she told him the story. So the king assigned to her a court official, saying, Restore all that was hers, and all the revenue of the field since the day that she has left the land until now. Then Elisha went to Damascus. At the time, King ben of Aram was sick, and he was told, The man of God has come all the way here. So the king said to Hazael, Take an offering in your hand, and go, meet the man of God, and inquire of the Lord by him, saying, Will I recover from this illness? So Hazael went to meet him. And took an offering in his hand, of every good thing of Damascus, forty camel loads, then came and stood before him and said, Your son, Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, has sent me to you, saying, Will I recover from this illness? Elisha said to him, Go, say to him, You will surely recover. However, the Lord has also shown me that he will surely die. Then he fixed his gaze steadily on him until he was ashamed. And then the man of God wept. When Hazael asked, Why is my Lord weeping? He answered, Because I know the evil that you will inflict on the men of Israel. Their strongholds you will set on fire. Their young men you will slay with the sword." Their little ones you will dash into pieces, and their pregnant ones you will rip open. Then Hazel said, But what is your servant who is but a dog, that he should do anything of such magnitude? Elisha answered, The Lord has shown me that you will be king over Aram. Then he departed from Elisha and went to his master, who asked him, What did Elisha say to you? He answered, He told me that you would surely recover. But the next day, he took a thick cloth, soaked it in water, and spread it on his face, so that he died. Then Hazael became king in his place. Now, in the fifth year of Yoram, son of Ahav, king of Israel, Yehoshaphat had been king of Yehudah. Jehoram, the son of King Jehoshaphat of Judah, became king. He was thirty two years old when he became king, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, just as the house of Ahav did, for Ahav's daughter was his wife, and he did what was evil in the Lord's eyes. Nevertheless, the Lord was not willing to destroy Yehuda for the sake of David his servant since he had promised to give him a lamp for his children all days. In his days, Edom revolted from under the hand of Yehudah and set up their own king. Then Joram crossed over to Zair with all his chariots. It came about that he rose by night and struck the Edomites, who had surrounded him and the chariot commanders, but his troops fled to their tents. So Edom kept rebelling from under the hand of Yehudah to this day. Then Livna also revolted at the same time. Now the rest of the acts of Joram and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Yehudah? Then Yoram slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. Then his son Achaziah became king in his place. In the twelfth year of Yoram, son of King Ahav of Israel, Achaziah, son of King Jehoram of Judah, began to reign. Achaziah was twenty two years old when he became king, and he reigned one year. In Jerusalem, his mother's name was Atalia, the daughter of King Omri of Israel. Now he walked in the way of the house of Ahav, and did what was evil in the Lord's eyes, as the house of Ahav had done, for he was a son-in-law of the house of Ahav. He marched with Joram, son of Ahav, to war against Hazael, king of Aram, At Ramoth Gilad, but the Arameans wounded Yoram. So king Yoram returned to Israel to recover from the wounds that the Arameans had inflicted on him at Ramah, when he fought against king Hazael of Aram. Ahaziah, son of king Jehoram of Judah went down to see Yoram, son of Ahav in Israel, because he was sick. That was 2 Kings chapter 8. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 119, verses 73 through 96. Your hands have made me and formed me. Give me understanding that I may learn your mitzvot. Those in awe of you see me and rejoice, because I put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, your judgments are just. In faithfulness you have afflicted me. May your loving kindness comfort me according to your promise to your servant. Let your tender mercies reach me. Let me live, for your Torah is my delight. May the proud be put to shame for wronging me with a lie. But I will meditate on your precepts. Let those in awe of you return to me, those who know your testimonies. My heart will have integrity in following your decrees, so that I would not be ashamed. My soul faints with longing for your salvation, but I still hope in your word. My eyes are worn out, longing for your promise, saying, When will you comfort me? Though I became like a wineskin, dried in smoke, I do not forget your decrees. How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on my persecutors? The proud have dug pits for me that is not in accord with your Torah. All your mitzvot are faithful. They persecute me with a lie. Help me they almost finished me off on earth but i i will not forsake your precepts revive me with your loving kindness so i may keep your mouth's testimony forever lord your word stands firm in the heavens your faithfulness endures from generation to generation you established the earth and it stands Your judgments stand today, for all things are your servants. If your Torah had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for with them you have kept me alive. I am yours, save me, for I have sought out your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me. But I will study your testimonies. I have seen a limit to all perfection, yet your commandment is boundless. That was Psalm 119, verse 73 through 96. And now our portion for today from the Apostles is from Johannan or John, chapter 12, verse 26 through 50. If any man serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there also will my servant be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But it was for this reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of heaven, I have glorified it, and again I will glorify it. Therefore the crowd that was standing there and heard it was saying that it had thundered. Others were saying, An angel has spoken to him. Yeshua responded, This voice hasn't come for my sake, but for yours. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And as I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was about to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from scripture that the Mashiach remains forever. How can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Therefore Yeshua said to them, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness will not overtake you. The one who walks in darkness doesn't know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become sons of light. Yeshua spoke these things, then left and hid himself from them. But even though he had performed so many signs before them, they weren't trusting him. This was to fulfill the word of Yeshayahu the prophet, who said, Lord, who has believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason, they could not believe. For Yeshayahu also said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so they might not see with their eyes, nor understand with their hearts, and turn back, and I would heal them. Yeshayahu said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even among the leaders, put their trust in him. But because of the Pharisees, they were not confessing Yeshua, so they would not be thrown out of the synagogue for they loved the glory of men more than the glory of God. Yeshua cried out, Whoever puts trust in me believes not in me, but in the one who sent me, and whoever beholds me beholds the one who sent me. As light, I have come into the world so that everyone who trusts in me should not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words, But doesn't keep them, I do not judge him. For I came to save the world, not to judge the world. The one who rejects me and doesn't receive my words has a judge. The word I spoke will judge him on the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father himself who sent me has commanded me what to say and speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Therefore, what I say, I say just as the Father has told me. That was John chapter 12, verse 26 through 50, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Hebrews 3 today also. Well that's it from me for today. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.